Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Today at Oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. Devo hard to the 10, draws the foul, and he's going to the line. Hogs down two with nine minutes to play. Anthony Black into the front court. They set a screen, double screen, top of the key. They free Walsh, pick and pop, three-pointer good! Walsh with a tray. The Hawks are up by one. Norm Roberts wants a timeout on the other end. Jordan Walsh knocked down the three, and the Razorbacks have battled back to take a one-point lead. Davis into the front court. Dribbles at the top of the circle. Johnson sets a screen. Debo going to try to get to the rim on the move off the glass and in. Shot clock at 10. Try to isolate. Council left elbow jumper good. Ricky with the basket. Hogs within two. Council dribbles right side. Crosses Adams over. Gets to the low block. Turnaround jumper's good from Ricky. Council took matters into his own hands. Ties the game. Council's free throws good. Arkansas by three. Shot clock off. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani. Back to Black. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Vegas, baby. The Razorbacks for the third straight year are headed to the Sweet 16. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome into Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. John Neighbors is in Vegas, and the Razorbacks have practice today and press conferences. So we're going to hear from him about 3 o'clock, and we're going to get everything and anything you need to know about what's going on with Arkansas taking on UConn. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, so if you want to get into the show, anything and everything you want to talk about, give us a call, 501-661-1037. Ask your Record Life fan feedback, and First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number, 501-661-1037. What's up, Josh? Joe, nice to be back with you again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, our our friend John is is. I mean, good God, you know, you just like it's like you need the map in Indiana Jones to track where he's going. Right, the plane, you know, goes from one dot to the next. He's been to Nashville. He's been to Des Moines. He's now been to Las Vegas all in the last three weeks. And I know Hogs fans are hoping he's got one more dot in there, and that dot would be uh, Houston, Texas. So, but plenty of business to take care of first in uh, in Las Vegas. All predicated on the Razorback basketball team and. Yep. This is the time of the year that everybody is just loving it as long as they keep winning, keep enjoying these games, and, uh, and just seeing the makeup of this team really come together at the right time. This is what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, this, this is you know when you want to be playing your best basketball, right? I mean, they are – Arkansas this year is proof that, you know, as long as you play well enough during the season, you can hit your stride later on in the year. There have been plenty of teams that have done that before. I mean – uh, you and I talked last week about UCLA when they were the 11 seed and made that run to the Final Four. Uh, obviously, VCU did the same, but there have been other teams that have been, you know, higher seeds and, and made pretty big runs. Arkansas, though, is I, I think uh, you know one of those teams, and I would kind of compare them to that Kentucky team that beat uh, Wichita State was number one seed, and they made it all the way to the championship game. Lost to the I think the second UConn team that was Shabazz Napier's group. They're a bit more like that, right? Talented, had some injuries. And then didn't hit their stride, it felt like, until the middle of the season. They played a number one seed. They beat a number one seed as an eight. And they're, uh, they're on their way right now in the Sweet 16. Which game are you most looking forward to as far as with Sweet 16 matchups? Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton-Princeton, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, Kansas State, Michigan State, Houston, Miami, Xavier, Texas, Gonzaga, UCLA. So outside Arkansas, UConn. Yeah, so I think the Thursday slate is much is much better than the Friday slate. You've got the Michigan State Kansas State game, which I expect that to be an excellent basketball game. Uh, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee, that style that FAU plays, pretty interesting. As is you know Tennessee, a very much defensive first team, 
And then Gonzaga, UCLA, I expect to be interesting. UCLA, or Gonzaga rather, didn't play great last week, but that second half, they put in a stretch together against TC where they were just bombing threes. Timmy was excellent, excellent against the Horn Frogs, and he was excellent all, you know, last round. So while this Gonzaga team felt like maybe an underachiever this year, did not win, I believe, the regular season in the WCC Conference, did well in the you know, uh, tournament, obviously, the postseason, and, and, and playing well now. Them against uh, UCLA, I think, is interesting. If I had to pick one, though, I'm going with Michigan State and Kansas State because Tom Izzo has made a Final Four basically every four years. Uh, Christian told us from, from the last show, he mentioned that to me the other day. This would be the fourth year. He's actually in line to kind of do it, uh, you know, keep the, the trend going. And Kansas State, what an effort they had against Kentucky last week. Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel, who was taking the nation by storm, as Co- Coach Calcom, uh, I think the little guy or the little guard, is what he called him. I think that game is going to be excellent. I think the spread reflects that. One and a half points, according to ESPN. So I'm looking forward to Miami and uh, Houston. Yeah. Houston, yeah, because Houston, they they can play a good style of defense, and then we know that they have the ability to score, but Miami likes to get up and down the floor. They can score some points. So it's going to be kind of a, a bit of contrasting styles, and looking forward to seeing – which one, when they clash together, which one kind of emerges there? Yeah, I mean, you look at what Houston's done. Houston's not started well in either of their games. Uh, you know, Northern Kentucky, they had to pull away. That game was basically, I think it was tied at one point in the second half. And then you look at their game against Auburn, down 10 at halftime, and end up blowing out Auburn in the second half in Birmingham. Just because, you know, their their guard play... Their depth of guys who would be number ones on, on most teams is, is staggering between Sasser and then Jamal Shedd, uh, you know, Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Mark, rather. Also, and then you got a guy who's going to be a top five pick, it seems like, in Jarris Walker. And so they've got this, this multifaceted attack and guys kind of at all, you know, who can score at all three levels. And you kind of put them all together and you get a team where anybody can go for 20. And, yeah, they've had some rough stretches and some injuries, but they're playing great ball. And then I'm not surprised to see Jim Laranega take Miami back to the Sweet 16. What he's done at that program, I know it's a football school, but they play, they play, I mean, really consistent basketball. And they're pretty consistently now in the NCAA tournament because of him and, and the way he coaches. Texas Xavier is one to look forward to also. You're talking about a two and a three seed, and sometimes we don't see the seedings go through to the Sweet 16, and uh, we don't see those higher seeds make it through. But this is a case where you do have a two and a three on that side, and then with Houston and Miami, you're talking about a one and a five. And sometimes when you get that 5-4 matchup, that can go either way, and that's what happened with Miami and uh, Indiana. So we're... um, yeah, yeah, that that Midwest region region all together. Just really looking forward to that. But Xavier, Texas, that'll be one of the other ones to look forward to. And I I don't think we have bad matchups overall in in any of these regions. Like you have some traditional powers, some great names. But you know, San Diego State they could be overlooked a little bit by Alabama being the number right. one overall seed, and people kind of overlooking them. But San Diego State has had a really good year. Yeah, they do. The, the problem for them is they're just not a great offensive team. Now, defensively, they can do a lot of things, you know, cause a lot of problems. But this is not a team where you look offensively and you're, you're basically just kind of overwhelmed with a lot of what they do. They only have one player that's, you know, scoring over 10 points a game. And they have a lot of guys that do well, but they, they play a pretty deep team. And really, the, the calling card for them is their team defense. The problem is, is that when you go up against a team like Alabama, you've got some guys who are very good individual shot makers. Uh, I mean, if you want to say, hey, if you had to pick one player in the entire tournament to give the ball to in one possession to get you a basket, uh, I think it's pretty, you know, pretty good case for Brandon Miller in that situation. They've got a guy like that. Uh, they've got multiple guys like that, right? Sears has been really good this year. Obviously, Javon Quinterly is a super experienced guard, even going back to his Villanova days. So they've got guys, you know, they've got the talent, they've got the older guys, they've got just a really good mix all around. And obviously, Nate Oates is about as hot of a coach as anybody right now, and uh, they were very impressed with both their efforts in the first round. So, as far as uh, we see some reseeding of the Sweet 16 every year, and most people have Bama at the top. It's either Bama, Houston. The thought from some is UConn. Who would you say is the favorite that you see right now of these Sweet 16 teams? Alabama. I think Alabama should be the favorite right now. That might change. I think in terms of top level during the tournament so far, if you were to say, all right, 
whose A game has looked its best. You mentioned UConn. That there's no doubt about that second half against uh, St. Mary's. I thought was really impressive considering how tough of a team St. Mary's is. But I think the second half, uh, you know, that Houston put on against Auburn, it's probably as good of a half basketball as we've seen anybody play in the tournament so far this year. And so I think we're talking about, hey, whose A game has been there and been the best so far? I think that's why a lot of folks like where UConn is right now. I think it's a lot of why a lot of folks also like where where Houston's been because when it's been good, it's been really, really good. How much do you actually like basketball? Like, is that your favorite sport? Or yes, okay, basketball, basketball is your favorite sport. Guy, yeah. Okay, so in saying that, then are you a basketball junkie where you're just going to watch it regardless of who's playing oh, yeah. when it's on CBI, NIT? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I'll, I'll wager on some of those games, but the problem is you got to figure out hey, who's motivated? You know, is is somebody out here trying to make sure their numbers get a little better? You know, for when they hit the portal and whatnot. Uh, you know, I think like I think you have to measure that all the time when you go see the the, the CBI, CIT, and uh, the you know the NIT games like that. Yeah, because it's funny when whenever the schedule pops up, and of course we're looking at the NCAA tournament, and then there's some great women's games also with the women's NCAA tournament. But when you see the schedule pop up, and you're trying to figure out okay who's playing when as far as the NCAA tournament, you start seeing some of the NIT schedule pop up and CBI. And it's almost like it's forgotten about, but there's so much going on at this time of the year, so much crossover between all the sports. It it sometimes kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah, and, and look, like, you know, you think about what, what good stories are there. I mean, I actually think we got a really interesting story out of the NIT last night with what happened at Oregon with Dana Altman, you know, calling out the crowd and, and only had, uh, I think, what, 3,300 people there to watch them lose to Wisconsin and basically saying, hey, if I'm the problem, get rid of me, which I thought was really interesting thing for Dana Altman to say. And you got Vanderbilt, right? You know, uh, Jerry Stackhouse, who I saw him earlier this year getting ejected, you know, in a game against VCU in Richmond, Virginia. And now he turns it around. Uh, some people don't think he should have been co-coached the year in the SEC. It's, you know, it's not, I don't decide that, but uh, their effort's been pretty impressive the rest of the way. And they're, you know, I think they're a team that's pretty clearly motivated to win the NIT because the momentum that they've had. So you do get some stories, you know, like that, that are, that are um, fun to follow on the men's side. And obviously the women's tournament, you get storylines like Miami. They did the double, right? They knocked out Indiana on the men's side and they knocked out Indiana, you know, uh, at assembly hall on the women's side. So you get pretty cool stories. Yeah, that is interesting. And with the women's tournament this year, we've had some different storylines with a couple of number one seeds going down. Of course, number one seeds, you kind of hold them in a higher regard and you don't think of them getting knocked off early in the tournament, but we've seen that a lot more here recently, but especially in the women's tournament. With two number one seeds going down this early, it's really unexpected. And, of course, they play those early games on their home court, so they're actually hosting these sites, and you expect them to be able to emerge, and two of them went down. Yeah, you see them like three one seeds normally, right, in the uh, the final four, and we lost two of them. At, you know, a twenty four hour stretch there in, in, in the second weekend, which felt especially rare to, to see that happen. So, yeah, you're right, but I, the big dog is is still there, right? South Carolina has been just a, an absolute wrecking crew. First game won by thirty two, second game won by thirty one. So Dawn Staley's group kind of looks exactly like the top. It's been impressive what Ole Miss has done, though, taking down number one Stanford. And then they played South Carolina about as tough as any team did all season. So if Ole Miss is able to keep winning games, we'll see where that ultimately takes them. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Brought to you by Floyd Seafood, Kill Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd's has live and cooked Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Floydsmeatandseafood.com. This is Sports Center. 
Arkansas baseball run-ruled Southeast Missouri State yesterday, winning 12-2 in seven innings. It was the Razorbacks' 14th straight win, a new record under Dave Van Horn. They now will travel to Baton Rouge for a huge matchup with number one LSU. Dave Van Horn spoke to the media after the game about the upcoming series. It's the SEC, kind of what I tell the players all the time, that this is why you wanted to play in the SEC. Weekends like this, I mean, opening weekend against Auburn, we went our way, we're going to play a great LSU team that has a lot of experience, they're physical, they can really pitch, really hit, playing great defense this year as well, they don't give you a thing, so uh, we know what we're getting into. That series will begin on Friday at 7 p.m., it will be televised on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5 New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney, Buick, GMC. Great rates, delayed payments, and no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts. You know, R.J., we have a complete line of deposit products, from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to mention, you got a friendly face when you walk into Southern Bank. Just like the lending side, our retail folks do a fantastic job. Macy, Kristen, Courtney, and Vince are ready to talk to you about what Southern Bank can do for you. Visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900. Southern Bank, member FDIC. Well, the winter blues are almost behind us, and I know you can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree with you. Well, time to do something about it. Hey, everybody, it's RJ. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. Now there's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, you name it. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and there's zero downtime. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief. The call is free. The consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Call QC Kinetics now. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Call QC Kinetics today. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors, and I'm here to tell you about Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Listen, we know that sports are in full focus right now for so many of you. College football may have come to an end, but the NFL playoffs are starting up. We know NBA games are going on, and we know you're going to watch them. So if you're going to watch them, why not make some money on them too with Bet Saracen? You can check them out on the App Store at Bet Saracen and also BetSaracen.com for more information there as well. Here's the thing: the Bet Saracen app is the easiest and best app in the entire state, and it's as close as just your cell phone, which is probably in your hands right now, which hopefully you're not driving. But with NFL and NBA basketball, you want to follow the odds, favorites, and underdogs. Bet Saracen is where you want to be, and you have to realize that Vegas odds are one thing, but you have to be there legally to bet. But here in Arkansas, that's why you have the Bet Saracen app to help you out with. So for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download Bet Saracen, or go to BetSaracen.com, and be sure to check out the really cool video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets with Bet Saracen. It's time for a March Madness update. The break from the madness is over, and the Sweet 16 tips off today. 
Coming up from New York City, it's the East Region Semifinals with fourth-seeded Tennessee taking on ninth-seeded Florida Atlantic. Also at the Garden, Kansas State and Michigan State. In the West Region from Las Vegas, Arkansas against UConn and UCLA taking on Gonzaga. Hear Westwood One's exclusive coverage of the NCAA tournament right here. Like any good agent, we're here for the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. And Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Alice takes Debo off the dribble. Debo knocked it away to Walsh. Outlet to Council. Throw down on the other end. Ricky Council with a breakaway dunk. Hogs breaking it open. On 1037 The Buzz. throws. Trout strikes out swinging. Otani and Japan celebrate a World Baseball Classic Championship. Welcome back out of bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. That was the sound of the World Baseball Classic last night. Japan knocks off the USA 3-2 in the championship game. And uh, it was a great scene for baseball. Major League Baseball gets started here soon. And you had a lot of Major League Baseball players taking part in the WBC. That was the matchup that everybody wanted from the start. USA-Japan. Japan, it was impressive what they did. They played one night, and they're so much ahead in hours as far as time zone but they're so far ahead they fly to the u.s on a 16-hour flight to miami and then basically play within the same day and they knock out the usa 3-2 to win the world baseball classic and as you heard shohei otani was the guy who ended it all he's just an impressive player because we know what he brings to the plate but also as a pitcher Shohei Otani was able to go in and shut it down in the end. And he did have a key play there towards the end from the batter standpoint where he actually made it safe to first base on a call that was really close. But they went to review it. Shohei Otani was safe. And then he gets a mound and uh, he helps Japan get the win over USA. Yeah, you know, the World Baseball Classic is, is such a, an interesting event, right, because there's, uh, there's kind of multiple schools of thought on, on you know, uh, how much you want guys, especially the pitchers, right, especially the pitchers. But think about the guys, you know, who get the kind of the running starts into the year. All of USA's star players, I mean, did very – well, they're all stars, right? But, like, the guys who they hit towards the top, so, like, the stars of the stars, all those guys are off to pretty decent starts, maybe if you want to call it kind of the start of their season, because it is competitive baseball. I mean, you know, Arenado and, and, and Goldschmidt and Trout. I mean, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, obviously, as the grand slam the other night, uh, in a big home run he had the other night. So all those guys look pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, Otani, you know, flipping roles. He was the closer in this one. And, and ironically enough, he gets Mike Trout to swing and miss. I uh, looked like on that slider that he's got there to, to you know, punch him out and, uh, I'm not sure if you saw Joe, but social media is basically just like, man, what if we got this Trout guy and Otani guy on the same team? <laughs> Could you imagine? And obviously, the joke there being these these guys can't win anything together, and it's you know it's that's baseball, right? It's not just a one or two man team, but obviously, exactly a collective unit. Yeah, um, it, it was a great scene, and um, that was the matchup that everybody was looking forward to. Shohei Otani, like you mentioned, with the slider, but he threw some heat to begin with. And then he got him with the slider in the end, and that's that's how you do it as a dominant pitcher. Yeah, and and the thing is, I mean, as much as you watch a guy like that pitch on your own team, uh, facing him is something completely different. Like you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how much kind of live they do. You usually 
don't see a ton of great on great in, in spring training. It just it just can vary on the day depending on guy situation, especially with Otani with kind of doing both things. And um, you know, stepping in against it is just even even if you know, even if you watch this guy pitch every five six days, it's really hard to hit when you've got a guy who's that good. And he's, you know, he's been playing, pitching, and hitting as well as he has. I mean, I think Otani's confidence is probably one thing that's very sky high. Although he's not somebody who's as outwardly confident, right? You know, projects confidence, but he's not a cocky player. So, you know, he's just probably really confident in what he's got going right now. And uh, both of them should be looking forward to this season because they, they've been playing well. And they play the WBC every two to three years. They've already rescheduled it for 2026, so it's going to be three years. But the argument always is, you know, do you really want these guys taking part in this? And it, it showed that these guys care about it. But what else would they be doing? They'd be in spring training right now. Now, I know that uh, the thought is always the risk for injury, but if they're in spring training versus the WBC, there's always that risk for injury regardless. Yeah, I think the problem for me is, the, you know, my hesitation would be, if we've got a guys who want to play, you know, and they're not going to play all 162, right, but they'll play whatever number it is, let's just say 140 to 150, the starters every single day guys, you know, you put that on top of a, some of these guys are going to end up playing in the playoffs too, it's a lot of impactful, meaningful baseball games you're going to be playing in, and that that is going to wear on you. And so I'm not saying guys shouldn't do it, but I am a fan of events like this. I think Major League Baseball should somehow partner with the WBC to make it where maybe they chop off 10 to 15 games. And, you know, every single time there is a WBC, it's it's obviously a much more highlighted event as opposed to a lot of caution, you know, being thrown out there with, with who's pitching, how long they're pitching, because... Adam Wainwright was the first guy who started, you know, a game. And there's a reason why the guy's, you know, at his age, like there's really not a ton to lose for him to, to be doing it. So I, I think there are some considerations both ways, but I think it's just the length of the season, Joe, because these guys are already playing meaningful baseball and then we're in March and they've still got 162 plus playoffs to go. We see other sports that do it with uh, whenever the Olympics come around and the yeah, NBA. Yeah. yeah. So those guys are playing more games there, but also with the NHL, whenever the Winter Olympics come around, they actually take a break during the season and do it mid-season. And that's kind of been a suggestion for the WBC also. Instead of taking the All-Star break, let's take a break and play the WBC. Now, of course, that would give other players maybe an advantage because they're off doing whatever and, you know, just enjoying time off while these other guys are playing competitive baseball. So, you know, a couple of things to look at and don't know what exactly is the right answer, but they can look towards other sports and the way that they handle it. Yes, I think the one the one difference is the pitchers because pitchers are a they're just so different because they're creatures of habit. You know, we we understand how important that every 5 days is and they only break that every 5 days when they get to the playoffs out of necessity, right? And there's still some concerns then when they do. I mean, you've seen guy, you know, I, I think a good example is Patrick Corbin, right? Patrick Corbin was relied on a ton by the Nationals in the playoffs when they made the World Series run. And, you know, they moved him out of the pen, used him out of the pen. He's not been the same guy since. He's been horrible since then. And stuff like that, you know, overusage. I mean, Steven Strasburg, another example. They rode him, World Series MVP. He's, he's barely pitched. He's barely pitched at all. And so you think about how much baseball it is for guys who are pitchers. It's an unnatural motion. That's why they can only do it every five days. And so that's where your worry comes in. That's where your worry comes in. I think it's, I, you know, position players, sure. I think the pitchers is where I worry the most. And that's why with baseball, these double-digit contracts, double-digit year contracts, you see it in hockey also, but that's something that probably needs to go away. Don't oh know if it'll God. go away anytime soon. Because when it, whenever you get a young guy, yeah. you know, um, and Edgar Rodriguez, and you want him there for... 10 years and he's a young guy he's 24 years old and you want him or he's younger than that he's 21 you want to get him in your franchise as long as you can now what needs to be done with those type contracts is there needs to be some kind of out after about four years because maybe the player outgrows the contract and they want to come back and renegotiate or maybe the player's not playing up to where the organization thought and they're going to want out on the contract but there's a problem with that also, that the contracts are guaranteed once they're signed. Yeah, baseball has has some of the weirdest and I think worst contract structuring out there. Because think about the way teams manipulate service time, right? I mean, you know, you, you want to win games, ideally, but you might have guys who are good enough to help you win games. 
But if you're like, mm, not sure it's worth it this year, you might keep a very clear, you know, major league ready player down. So you get one more year of service time, one more year of paying them less. And the problem is also, you know, you see guys get big contracts, you know, uh, at sometimes 27, 28, 29. It's really only one big one. And every single time a guy inks a deal more than 10 years, everybody's thinking, well, the last few years are going to be a throwaway, but that's not really what you're paying for. I don't really think it should be like that. I don't like it, you know, that, that, that it's kind of like that. I wish these guys could get paid sooner and get paid more often, and we're not paying massive sums for them in the end of their careers. We're paying them what they're worth at the time that they're worth it, as opposed to what they were worth 10 years ago. I do like the guaranteed contracts, though. I do, so, yes. um, yeah, Major League Baseball, they have that figured out. Basketball, to a sense, they have it. NFL is the one that, and we know that there's a bigger risk for injury, but there's something that they should be able to do as far as maybe guaranteeing about 80% of these guys' contracts. And then if there is some kind of season-ending or career-ending injury, now you give the team relief because of that, and they can make it work out. But it's, um, it's just a bad deal that these guys, they're at most risk for injury, and then they're the ones that don't get the guaranteed contracts like other sports. Yeah, well, the NFL, I mean, you know, the, the ownership has such a stranglehold on uh, on how that works. And, I mean, they don't, you know, they're in no position where they have to give away more of the money because, I mean, if you look at all the sports, which group of players takes it kind of on the chin the most, it's by far the National Football League. That Players Association, they do because, you know, they, they're not in any kind of position of power unless everybody decides, says, hey, we're not going to play. Uh, you know, we're not going to do this. And so that's why, I mean, as soon as the owners decided they wanted the 17th game, they got a 17th game. Is that good for the players? No. I mean, did, you know, I, I'm not sitting around saying I need a 17th game. I never felt that way watching the season. Oh, we love was. more football, though. We do. But, like, you know, I mean, good God, it's violent. <laughs> guys, you know, we got guys like, you know, it feels like we got a Will Anderson coming in the league, you know, every other year now. And, uh, you know, they're going to be injuries. You know, it's a, it's a sport. It feels like there's almost darn near a 100% injury rate, right? At some point, you're going to have some kind of injury. So I, I'm with you. I wish those guys could get more, but ownership's in no position to have to give up more, <laughs> right, in some, of those, in some of those deals. And that's why the big argument was against that 17th game, because the owners actually wanted 18. They wanted to right. take away two of the preseason games, and then you get 18-game regular season. So the way that they view it is we're not adding any games. All we're doing is turning one or two of those preseason games into a regular season game. So they don't feel like anything is added now from the player standpoint. They do want to be compensated because it is a meaningful game, right. another meaningful game or another two in a sense if they were to move to 18. And there's already talk that, you know, 17 was just to kind of get the foot in the door and get it going, but it's ultimately going to be 18 at some point. I don't need week 19, Joe. I, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't need a week 19 in my NFL schedule. I know people love it. I, I don't need it. We want to see the Super Bowl in March sometime. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Let's go to the phones and talk to Navy Mike. And if you want to get into the show today, it is a wide open Wednesday. So you can call 501-661-1037. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Send us a message. Same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. Those are all the ways to get into the show today. Navy Mike. Hey, what's up, Joe? What's up? Uh, and uh, who's the, is that? Josh Neighbors is here today. Is he, are you like John's brother or something? I am not. It's spelled differently. His, his is N-A-B-O-R-S. Uh, okay. I'm N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-S. Josh Neighbors is okay, on then. Morning Mayhem, Navy Mike. If, uh, if you've listened lately or you've called in, you're talking to Josh whenever you call in. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, you know, you know what, Joe, um, you know the, the 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 hogs run that they're on currently on now. You know that's that's what that's what we all signed on for um, when when they you know signed the when we signed on for this kind of run when the hogs signed the most historic signing class they've ever had in history of the program. You know three five star players. That that's that's what we this is what we thought we were, we were getting in the in the regular season and for whatever reason. You know, I, I know injuries play a part in all that stuff, but you, you know, um, they, and then they had stumb- they had stumbles along the way. This, this is what we we wanted. This is what we foresaw. You know, th- them going on this kind of run. Now, I mean, I know I know it's not over, and it's just a Sweet Sixteen. But this team with they have three active five star players on the floor right now, and now they're making this kind of run. 
they're, they're playing the kind of ball that, you know, we, we expected at the beginning of the season. And they at least need to make the Final Four, at the very least. You know, another Elite Eight, you know, let's say they, they, they lose to UConn. There's a built-in excuse for the, for, uh, if, they, if they do that because, well, we, we just beat Kansas. We can live off that. No, you can't. You've got to make the Final Four. Because, and here's something that a lot of Hog fans I don't think are aware of. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But if they're not, I'm going to make it clear. There's a team on the other side of the bracket, the Kansas State Wildcats. They're a three seed. They have one of the easier paths to get to the Final Four, if not win at all. There's a guy on their roster. He called himself the, quote, X Factor on that team. And I, I don't believe him. He was once a homegrown Arkansas Razorback. His name is Desi Silk. He was told by Eric Musselman that he needed to kick rocks because the guys that he, that Eric was Musselman was bringing in were going to be better than him, and he probably wasn't going to see much playing time. You cannot have that guy not only get to get to the final four or even win at all and put a national championship ring on, you can't ha- you can't have him advance further than you as, if you're Eric Musselman because that will be one of the most embarrassing storylines in history of Re- Arkansas Razorbacks. No, nobody's even thinking about I, that. Yeah, nobody cares about <laughs> no, Nobody's thinking I mean, about if Desi makes it farther than the Razorback basketball team. Well, I guess you are, are. so we can't say nobody. I guess you yeah, are. Yeah, we but, are thinking about it now. But, but anybody sure outside of you is not thinking like. about that. Because I mean, I mean, look, he's a, he was a homegrown hog, and he was told he wasn't even going to be he was going to be good enough to start. And that, but now, but now look, now look where he is. So why are you only thinking about think Desi now? <laughs> why, why are you only thinking about Desi? Reggie Cheney plays for Houston, and they're they're in a position to make a run. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I just, you know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. That, you know, these guys that that grew up wanting to be Razorbacks, you know, and, and you know, and he he just he was just, you know, to me he he got a raw a raw deal, and I get it. You want your own guys, but that man grew up wanting to be a hog, you know. And well, now he's a Kansas State Wildcat, and they they might actually probably win it all because, like I said, the the, the path to get to to get there, they probably got the easiest one of of of, of any of the. The team's left. I don't think playing you know, Tommy's I mean, is easy. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, but, no. but but like I said, you got three five-stars on the, on, on the team now on the floor, and this is what we, this is what we expected, and they, they just, they, they got to keep, they got to keep going, you know? So, anyways, it was, it was good talking to you again, Joe, and uh, hey, nice to meet you, Josh, um, and uh, I'll give you guys comments on that, whatnot, and uh, y'all take care, man. All right, appreciate the call, Mike. Now, as far as Kansas State and Mike saying that they have an easy run, nobody has an easy run, and then he's even talking about if Kansas State gets farther than Arkansas or if they happen to meet up, we're a long way away from that. Arkansas yeah. has to worry about UConn. Kansas State has to worry about Michigan State. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think worrying about Tom Izzo is, is, is easy at all. Uh, I don't think, you know, as much March success as he's had, that's not, a, uh, not an easy task. And it's a pretty decent Michigan State team that he's had this year. You know, they're kind of up and down, but they've kind of turned it on as of late. And look, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's really thinking about Desi Sills, you know, at this point in time, Joe. I think it's kind of a... Uh, look, hey, good for him that, you know, he wanted to be a hog, and, and he was for a bit, and it just it didn't work out for him. And so he's now he's kind of made the switch, and good for him. It's working out. He's a massive part of what they do at K-State. He is a very key contributor for them. And I'm not sure he would be playing a, a ton on the hogs right now, so everybody kind of, you know, it worked out for everybody, which is nice. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, we have a message. It's interesting that the last two times UConn made it to the Sweet 16, they won a national championship in both 2011-2014. So we'll see what happens, but they got to worry about the Razorbacks, and that's their next game. And as well, the Razorbacks has to worry about UConn. So that's the matchup that we're all looking forward to here in the Sweet 16, and we'll see if Arkansas can keep it going. But the tournament in itself, always interesting. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned.
This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fund loans. Apply securely for your fund loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverRam.com. They're in Ram Truck Month. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Did you know that gambling is an activity that carries risk? Problem gambling is often referred to as the hidden addiction because it's so easy to hide. If you are concerned about your own or someone else's gambling, connect with free help today by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Rock. When was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? It takes only a few seconds and a handful of clicks for your child to fall prey to sexual exploitation, harassment, cyberbullying, and worse. The Arkansas Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force wants to help you protect your children in the digital age. Go to aricac.org. That's aricac.org. So, when was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? Make the time today. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com slash radio. That's U-Q-O-R-A dot com slash radio. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Poor Hyundai of Russellville has a special message for folks who may have a bad credit score due to financial hardships beyond their control. Y'all, we understand that bad things happen to good people, and we're here to help. We offer special financing and work closely with Credit Challenge customers to get them the vehicle they want and need. Get started today. Visit Or Hyundai of Russellville and orautomall.com today. Get so much more with Or. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Council wants to run all the way behind the back to Graham for another dunk. Arkansas having some fun at the expense of LSU on 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make a trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guatneychevrolet.com. 
You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it directly to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it directly to Guatney. You can see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Great deals right now with 0% interest on 22 Silverados when financing with a GM with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 2.9% on Equinox when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Pre-owns, they're good enough for mom. So they're not going to put you in a vehicle they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. It's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Memories bring back, memories bring back your... Plenty of reaction from the last segment and maybe Mike, his call. Asher Record Life and Feedback, Rusty says, the Hogs make the Final Four, Navy's going to call and say that's nice and all, but it means nothing unless they win it all. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, um, there are some interesting facts on there, but also there's somebody based on what Navy Mike had to say. They say, maybe Desi should have stuck it out and competed like Devo did. This is no reason to take a shot at Desi based on what Navy Mike had to say. When players transfer, they hit the portal, they do what is best for them. Now, you know, they're they're going to want to be team members and, and, you know, stick around for the team. But if we know players want to play and if playing time isn't working out and it's time for them to move on, they feel like there's a better situation for them, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, what's wrong with, I mean, like, I, I don't understand. I, I have a tough time understanding the thought process of saying, well, he should have stuck it out. What do you mean? He, the guy's having success. He's part of a winning team right now, and the team that he left is having success without him. So isn't everybody, why aren't we all just kumbaya? Why aren't we all happy here? There's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's mm-hmm. just it's how, how things get. And actually, this is a, this is a positive situation because everybody's doing well. Who, who's, who's lost here? No, you're absolutely right about that. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. What's trending in the world of sports brought to you by West Rock Coffee. C.J. Stroud has his pro day today. And uh, so now the question becomes, should C.J. Stroud be the number one overall pick at quarterback? The Carolina Panthers have that number one overall pick. They are going to take a quarterback, and they're evaluating all these guys. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. By the way, Bryce Young's pro day is tomorrow. But you can look at a trend of Frank Reich coach teams and the quarterbacks, we always hear about the measurables. Bryce Young being uh, a smaller quarterback, not only in stature, but in weight and in size altogether. And with Frank Reich, the trend is that he likes quarterbacks about 6'4 or taller. So that's why the common thought is that C.J. Stroud will be the draft pick. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not sure how you felt about, about uh, you know, comparing him to Bryce Young and whatnot. I mean, I'm at the point here where I, I, it's got to be one of those two guys. I know there's Will Levis consideration. I know Anthony Richardson is, is just, you know, lighting it up with the, the intangibles and whatnot physically and all those things. Uh, Bryce Young, to me, was the best college player, you know, that I, that I watched in the last by three or four years here. I think he should be the guy to take it number one. Now, I understand, I understand the concerns, right? Slender build and there's something to the idea that hey, you know, quarterbacks that you know that take hit and take beatings like him and Tua and whatnot, you're worried about their health and you want guys like Josh Allen, Big Ben, who hitting them is almost like getting hit yourself. But still, the talent's off the page. It's on. It's, it's on you to protect him. Commanders are for sale, and there's a lot of interest in obtaining the Commanders. Magic Johnson is part of an ownership group that we heard yesterday. They're interested. They tried to purchase the Broncos, and now they're in on the Commanders. But the latest is Canadian billionaire Steve Apolopoulos. Apostolopoulos. There it is. Apostolopoulos. 
and he's looking to acquire the Washington Commanders. So there's a lot of interest in the purchase of the Commanders. Dan and Tanya Snyder currently have the team, and it it was most recently valued at $5.6 billion. But with the recent trend, maybe the Commanders go for a little bit more. Yes, so as a Commanders fan, Joe, uh, and just anybody, I will take literally anybody to, to buy the team. I don't care who it is at this point. As long as you're a normal or semi-normal you know, group of people or person, I'll take that over the disaster that has been the Snyders uh, and their ownership, especially as of late. Jeff Bezos has been in the mix also, but the latest, Steve Apostolopoulos. And there it is for what's trending in sports. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey, Frank. What's going on, my man? Hey, what's up, Jake? How's it going? Hey, got a little something for you. Here you go. <laughs> Always cool to hear, Jake. Out here in the great Smoky Mountains, my friend, almost in Knoxville. Hey, listen. If Nancy Mike, like, cannot come up with anything better to say than the crap just the absolute, you know, vomit, diarrhea that comes out of his mouth, then he just needs to stop calling in. And I'll throw down a gauntlet right now. I'll tell you, what, tell you guys what. I will challenge maybe Mike to go head-to-head with him on your radio show any day of the week and twice on Sunday. And here's another thing. I'll do it, and if we can raise money for it, I'll put up the first $1,000 to it. With a goal of 5000 And then we put that money towards a charity. So what kind of challenge All are we talking line. about, Jake? Oh, I'm talking about a verbal anything having to do with Arkansas Razorbacks challenge. Anything. I want to debate him on anything and everything having to do with the hog. Yeah, you already know how it's going to go. He's just going to find negative stuff, and, and you're just going to say the positive stuff. He's, he's, he's negative, I mean, negative Nancy. Listen, listen. yeah, you're right. And, Josh, by the way, you've done a fantastic – I've told you this. been a fantastic job coming in. Thank you. And taking over for RJ and stuff, dude. And, and then hearing you call some of the high school games, man, I was really, really impressed with you, dude. Thank dude. you. I appreciate that. Keep on keeping on, dude. Thank uh, you. Buzz is lucky to have you. I'll tell you that right now. Appreciate that, um, But I, I, I want, you know, I, I want to put this dude in his place. And somebody needs to. And if, if nobody else is going to, then – you know what? Let's do it for a good cause. Let's raise some money for it. And let me debate this guy on your show. We'll see what we can do, Jake. That's what I'm saying. And, and by the way, Ricky Council, you know, the player that most people love on our team, he transferred in. Just like Desi Seals transferred out. It's okay for players to transfer. You need to look at our roster and realize who we have and who contributes in all sports and understand that it doesn't matter if they're homegrown hog or not they gotta go where they gotta go in the situation that fits in the best hey we appreciate the call Jake there's gonna be more of Out of Bounds coming up hour two Pat Bradley will be joined he will join courtesy of Motorsports Authority on the other side stay tuned for more Out of Bounds coming up after the break Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Getting a home improvement loan with Telco Federal Credit Union is, well, pretty simple. You can have the money as fast as the very next day. Borrow up to $25,000 with no lien on your home. 